0: Welcome to The Closing Table. I'm your host, Joseph Foley. Today, we have Mary Shulson from Equity Multiple, a crowdsourcing company for real estate investors. Thank you for coming to the show today.
1: Hey, Joe, thanks for having me.
0: Thanks, thanks. So why don't you tell us a little bit about how you got from University of Chicago to you know, Lehman Brothers and how you fell into real estate? Uh,
1: that was a long time ago, uh, and thinking back on it, when I left University of Chicago, I actually started working in the M&A department of LaSalle Bank, mm-hmm. and then, uh, at the time, LaSalle Bank had just ended a huge acquisition spree, and uh, so there was, and they decided to no longer acquire any more banks. So consequently, I had a mentor at LaSalle Bank uh, who told me about opportunities in the CMBS space. That was a growing space at the time in the conduit market, and so consequently, I moved into the I moved into the CMBS group uh, for a very short time, working under Greg Spivak, and uh, you know helping grow that team in Chicago. Uh, from there, about a year and change after uh, after working there and at ABN AMRO in the financial reporting group and everything, I moved over to uh, Lehman Brothers and worked for the CFO of the Real Estate Private Equity Fund uh, at the time. Lehman Brothers was on their first fund and they were raising their second fund and uh, something in the $1.6 billion mark and uh, you know, it was an exciting time to be part of it, you got to see a huge uh, you know, different types of uh, assets, different types of opportunities, and it was really, really exciting. Um, from there, uh, I had a stint at hedge fund uh, for a year and uh, really learned a lot about the lending market and alternative, the alternative lending space and how you can be creative in that space. It was a great learning opportunity, worked on a small team with really, really bright individuals, friends with many of them still, still to this day. Um, and uh, from there, I moved on to Brickman, and where I spent the last nine years in uh, various aspects. Uh, most recently, sort of, you know, doing East Coast acquisitions uh, for the uh, Brickman team, focusing on value-add office projects in the East Coast, in New York, and Boston, and then doing some creative, you know, uh, opportunistic investing when I first got there. Um, it was an exciting time. Brickman's a great firm where you really are – you really learned everything from uh, – where you were working with a small team, so you had to do everything from analyzing the deal to closing the deal to managing all the people on the deal to managing the asset once it was done. Uh, so it wasn't a shop where you just bought it and then you handed it off to somebody else. You really were uh, entrusted to, uh, to cover all aspects of the deal once you, once you uh, took it over. Which was an incredible learning experience, mm-hmm. uh, as you can imagine. It's very different than a lot of different shops where once you buy something, um, you head to the asset management team and you never see it again. So you really sort of got to learn a lot about execution because uh, frankly, oftentimes it's easy to buy a deal, uh, but it's really, really difficult to execute on the business plan. And so you were really able to see and learn the differences between the two, right? And uh, it informed your decisions about buying if you knew what to mitigate down the line uh, once you owned the, own the property. Um, you know, but all throughout my time there, I think that uh, I was always interested in uh, how technology was changing things. Uh, you know, There was a brief period of time where I was helping a friend consult on an early stage co-working company uh, that was exciting, and she had uh, she'd had early success. But unfortunately, the markets froze up, mm-hmm. and uh, there was no sort of uh, there was no there was not enough VC capital to keep going, so we had to sort of put that dream on hold for a little while, and then after you know after about nine and a half years, you know left the firm, to pursue these other opportunities, um, and then met up with my partner today, Charles Clinton, uh, through a friend. You know we were pursuing we both had the same idea about you know, how technology could make real estate uh, more efficient, well, investing could be more efficient and because of the new jobs act that's, that was yeah. passed, thought, right, right uh, the jobs act that was passed, uh, allowing sort of individual investors access to real estate transactions, you know, on a very sort of, on a much smaller scale as uh, you didn't have to have millions of dollars that you had to commit to a fund, you could invest for something like five, $15,000.
0: So most of yours, the dot break gave an opportunity where you didn't have to be an, uh, an uh, intellectual investor of 250000 salary or a million more net worth. You were able to invest less than that at $1,000, maybe in 500 so we had these crowdsourcing opportunities, which brings you to…
1: Yeah, and it brings us to equity multiple. So just to, uh, uh, on the point you just made, so equity multiple, so there's two ways you can go about it. So equity multiple actually focuses on the credit investor. So in fact, you do have to have had uh, several years of um, you know you have to prove that you're accredited. Uh, the definitions for accreditation are uh, you know online you can find them anywhere. But uh, typically, what it what it allows is it allows investors to pick their own investments. Frankly, right and uh, sort of be the master of their own destiny. Uh, typically, real estate investors are under allocated mm-hmm. to in their portfolio or so. Investors in general are under allocated in their portfolio to real estate. Uh, you know, a healthy portfolio, according to David Swenson at Yale, is to have about twenty percent of your portfolio in real estate. And most people outside their home, uh, you know, their home is their biggest real estate investment. You know, it's a great uh, inflation hedge. Uh, you know, it's stable and it provides some sort of it provides a you know, tax advantages to invest in real estate. Uh, but people don't know that, uh, and largely because it's so capital intensive. You, it requires big, big bucks to invest in real estate. You can't invest in it the same way you can invest in a stock, and what this allows is allows you to do that. Right? Uh, we still require our investors to sort of be accredited because oftentimes these are very illiquid investments. So it's not. So the analogy isn't isn't one for one mm-hmm. to an equity deal, but it's very much a. Um, it's very close. So instead of investing five hundred thousand or committing to a fund for, you know, X amount of years, you can now invest, you know, as little as five thousand dollars into a real estate deal and then maybe spread out your allocation of fifty or a hundred thousand dollars across, you know, twenty deals if you'd like. Mm-hmm. You know, and create your own portfolio.
0: Instead of having, you know, risk in just one deal and something exactly, falling in the wrong. Exactly,
1: exactly, exactly.
0: So you guys hit out every single capital stack, equity stack as well, correct?
1: So we uh, so we do everything in the capital stack. We don't originate debt. Uh, we aren't a lender, but we do uh, issue preferred equity. Uh, we issue you know we find small small LP checks for developers, uh, which is exciting. And uh, another product we offer is we syndicate debt for you know for bridge lenders out there. So that's a uh, that's another how we play in the debt space without actually originating debt. Um, so that's, uh, that's an interesting sort of take on the market right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, you know, we partnered up, one of the benefits of Equity Multiple is our partnership with Mission Capital. Mm-hmm. Um, Charles and I, we've known each other for several years now, and about a year and a half ago, uh, or a little bit over a year and a half ago, met with the Mission Capital guys. Uh, they had they had, had something sort of cooking in the works, but uh, were unable to focus time and effort onto it because they were so successful at uh, their own lines of business and so we teamed up and we saw the synergies immediately mm-hmm. um, you know, it, is, it has given us enormous access to enormous deal flow uh, to quality sponsors to quality transactions and it is, you know, it has given us an edge uh, you know a, amongst our competitors uh, and so for a smaller team we're able to do a lot more than what we should be able to do uh, by virtue of that access you know uh, and it has really 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 helped us. It's amazing. It's, yeah. And you guys are growing fast. Uh, so we actually lo- so we launched a year and a half ago, uh, but we launched our beta end of September of last year, and you know we've really been on an upward trajectory. Um, you know, In the last two months, uh, I'd say we've done almost more business than in the last six months combined, mm-hmm. and we're looking to have sort of a banner July and August, uh, you know, which are usually quiet months for the real estate uh, sector, but we're looking to have a, a, our busiest July and August you know, to date.
0: So, you know, that's amazing about equity multiple, where you guys started, how you where you got, you know, great deal flow. You know, yeah. I, I was introduced to you about six months. Ago, it was great. Yeah. And from there, you even built a lot more things going on. That's amazing that the summer months are great, uh, doing well. Why don't you tell us about where you see the company going yeah. and how you guys are, you know, taking advantage of the market opportunities that are coming to you with refinancing or yeah. equity or any of those.
1: So uh, those are, those are great questions and they're, uh, they're, uh, they're a little bit complex to answer, but um, in the whole, I'll start at the top. Okay. In the whole, I think that the market is sort of moving online. You know, I'd say that uh, people are transacting online uh, more effectively. People are transferring money. However it is, everything is moving online, and currency is becoming more digital. Uh, people are getting much more comfortable sort of saying, hey, I'm just going to wire you you know, $250,000. Anywhere from a Venmo payment of 25 bucks to putting your credit card online, which people were terrified of 10 years ago. And now people are doing ACH payments, which we've Bitcoin. just, yeah, Bitcoin and people are doing ACH payments for $50,000, you know, and signing up for an, uh, for an account with us, you know, easily. Uh, more and more sort of the ultra high net worth are moving away from, you know, having their own RIAs and moving towards, you know, managing their own portfo- portfolios through Betterment, Wealthfront, things like that. And we feel that real estate's going to be the same, right? Uh, whether it's uh, having RIAs, um, you know, allocating their investors to real estate via you know uh, via equity multiple, as opposed to sort of necessarily having to know every single sponsor in the space or every single developer, right? It's uh, our job to you know to call all those developers, to reach out to as many as possible, pick the best ones, and then find the best opportunities. And that's what we do best. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, uh, through our platform, we're able to you know tap into a nationwide network of both developers, lenders. And investors, and we're only looking to grow from here. Um, and we think that the the future is online. We think that people are going to be more empowered to do investments online. We think that people are going to be more empowered to manage their own portfolios, whether it's uh, you know through robo advisors or whatnot. Um, uh, the online process makes the uh, sorry the online transaction process is more efficient. Mm-hmm. It's cheaper, and as a result of it being cheaper, uh, you know I think that uh, generally economies move to more efficient systems overall. And, you know, if we can sort of cull the universe and get big enough, uh, just like our competitors, uh, and you can find more opportunities, I think everything's just gonna sort of move into that space. Yeah, way.
0: I completely agree with you. I think a lot of developers, and actually yeah. a lot of the RFPs right now, you know, there's like, like, what are the new types of financiers gonna go after, trying to make the little guy an opportunity to be like an impact investor yeah. opportunities, which yeah. is great. Uh, and you know the future is you know, it's endless and with AI coming out, you know Bitcoin's at all almost at all-time highs again and right people are just becoming more comfortable uh, I think one of the Australian banks is it's there's no actual website you text message everything really uh, which is really amazing. I can't think of the name at the yeah. of my head uh, but there's amazing things happening and you know it, it's just going to change and yeah. AI is helping it drastically
1: I think you're totally right I think that you know like recently uh, you know there was these uh, you know some know, some bad news around the fintech industry is it going to be fully disruptive is it going to you know change the world and I think that you know one of the things that at least from our perspective is you know it's an evolution not necessarily a revolution mm-hmm. and it's going to take a little bit of time but you know we're seeing more and more people we're seeing you know, our age demographic on our site uh, shot. You know, is anywhere from 28 years old to 74. And some of these, you know, much older 74-year-olds are transacting and are more sort of adept at figuring out how to transact and raise money and mm-hmm. wire stuff than a lot of these 28-year-olds. You know, so I think that, uh, you know, there's really no, you know, there's no limit. And you can, you know, it, think about the stock market before E-Trade, right? People are always like, I have to call my stock broker, I have to do all this. You just don't have to do it anymore.
0: It's, it's creating transparency. Yeah, too. yeah.
1: There's not that black
0: box of like, wait, where's my money going? What did it actually go to? There's actually a black and white aspect. You're like, oh, it went into this this capital You could get to really define stuff where you're not just calling some private equity guy. Be like, what am I invested in?
1: Right, right. Look, I, we're not trying to sort of. I think that there's a. A lot of people think that all of a sudden you're just going to private equity firms are going to get go away. They provide a real yeah, value. Yeah, well, you yeah, know, yeah. Uh, the you know they're smart guys and. Uh, they provide real value, and it's good to sort of, you know, it's pick your poison. But the downside is, is that they're more expensive than they need to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, and oftentimes there's no transparency, as you just said, yeah. right? So uh, what we offer is transparency, uh, cheaper means of access to capital. And, uh, you know, for developers, what's interesting is it's a more permanent, you know, sense uh, re- source of capital because it is our job to constantly... Be reaching out to more and more retail individuals mm-hmm. you know so they can always be you know they can always sort of fill the capital needs of all these developers
0: well Mary's, thank you very much for coming on the show yeah. uh, as you know yeah show uh, shows called the closing table yeah uh, what does that mean to you especially where you guys sit now I know you've been in various parts of your life uh, yeah and your career so
1: so uh, you know uh, I've been on sort of the um, CNBS side on the you know, sort of hedge fund side, and then uh, on the private equity side, both as an asset manager and then as an acquisitions person, uh, and now I'm in this. We're in this weird sort of uh, world of both acquisitions and broker right now. Mm-hmm. And I will say that uh, right now at the closing table, uh, it's most important to sort of ensure that you. Uh, it's important for us to sort of ensure that we get you know the best sponsors you know uh, to the table. We do the utmost diligence we can on every deal because we have a higher bar since we are representing sort of individual investors, and this is people's sort of pension funds. It's their college, mm-hmm. kids' college education, and so we're very uh, cognizant of that. But it's also sort of getting people to the table, getting developers to recognize that uh, this is going to be a future source of capital for them, and getting investors to realize that you know giving uh, you know. Investing through equity multiple and investing online is not as terrifying as they may think it is, you know And so that's our ultimate goal. Yeah,
0: it's great. It's yeah. awesome.
1: Yeah
0: uh, So why don't you tell us a little about tell us really quickly if so if you're a retail investor or a developer yeah. how they could get in touch with you. how sure. they can invest and
1: uh, Yeah, so uh, if you're a retail investor and you're looking to sort of invest in one of our projects uh, the best way to go is to sign up online at www.equitymultiple.com and, you know create a user a user account that takes about two three minutes uh, and then you can parse through all of our investments uh, We'll have you know we have three live deals right now and we're going to be having you know six to eight live deals within the next you know eight weeks uh, coming online um, all different sort of parameters If you're a developer and you're looking to sort of raise capital or you're a lender and you're looking to sort of increase uh, you know your leverage on a specific asset, uh, you can reach out to us again through equitymultiple.com, and you know hit the submit your project button. It's a great way to, uh, you know, get a pulse on what the market uh, what the market is.
0: Well, thank you very much, Mary for coming on the show. Thanks, nice, Joe. I appreciate I'm it. I'm Joseph Foley. Uh, that's it for this evening. Uh, you can check me out, check us out at www.closing-table.com, on Instagram at closing table. Uh, I'm your host, Joseph Foley.
1: Let's get you to the closing table. Have a good day.